Well, greetings, everyone. Greetings, greetings, greetings. This is exciting. I'm excited. Okay, let me calm down <laughs> so I don't drive people away with my enthusiasm. So welcome to the Roost News, um, the place where volunteers uh, come to meet and the place for all things volunteer. So we have two guests today for our Roost podcast, uh, Christina Anastasio and Hank Povinelli. And I will let each of them um, speak, introduce themselves, and give you their official title, lest I manage to fudge it. <laughs> so, um, Christina, I will want to start with you, but before we even get started, um, do tell us a little bit, uh, well, certainly identify your respective titles. Uh, Hank, I believe you are a volunteer, yes. like me. And yes. Christina, I believe that you have been with AARP for more than a minute. So um, give us a little background on that. And then um, just tell us about your roles and your respective um, positions. And I'll let you begin, Christina. Thank you, Constance. We are so happy to be here today. So yes, my name is Christina Anastasio, and I am the Volunteer Engagement Manager and uh, Advisor for the Large and West Regions for the Office of Volunteer Engagement. But I'm here to talk about my other hat under Office of Volunteer Engagement, which is the staff partner to our DIY work group. Um, so I, am, I work with Hank, my volunteer partner, and wonderful volunteers and staff from across the country to help states um, support and sustain speakers bureaus and DIY programs. And so I've been with ARP for about five years. Um, I just hit my five-year anniversary. Um, and prior to my one year in OVE, I was with the New Jersey State Office and worked as their staff partner to their speakers bureau program for the four years that I was there. So some, some concrete on the ground experience in state work around DIY. And then now in my, with my other hat on at office of volunteer engagement. Wonderful. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. Incredible. So did you need to relocate? You said New Jersey, where are you physically located now? What state? Oh, I telework from New Jersey, so I haven't had oh, to okay, I haven't great. had to move too much. Wonderful. So you didn't have to physically relocate. Okay. That helps tremendously. Uh absolutely. Um I'm happy this has nothing to do with this broadcast, just um because I'm so proud of them. But my son and daughter-in-law live in New Jersey. <laughs> Beautiful. It's a yeah, great state. I we get it a bad is. rap, but it's a great state. I, I noticed that when I visited, and I'm looking forward to seeing them again in a couple of months. Um, and you're right. Um, it has, over the decades, gotten a bad rap, and it's not justified, I think. Or the best-kept secret, as we like to say. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're, Well, you'll be happy to know that on the radio, I do hear really good vacation ads for the state of New Jersey. And I hear them right here in the... Uh, D.C. metropolitan area. So I want you to know that it's changing. It's changing. Um, so, Hank, tell us uh, something about you and your volunteer activities and your role. Sure. So uh, I uh, am happily retired from a career in IT management and started my my volunteer roles with AARP when I lived in California 12 years ago. Um, so I've been a volunteer with AARP for the past 12 years. Uh, leaving California, 
I moved to South Carolina and AARP found me there. And so I started volunteering again there uh, with South Carolina, was part of their executive council um, uh, member, and most recently have relocated once again to Florida. So unlike Christina, I've lived all over the country. And um, and because I started my 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 life in New York, so well you can't tell because I have no New York accent left. I'm sure you don't. <laughs> well, it's true. You it'll don't. it'll come out soon. Trust me. But <laughs> so I, I'm I'm here in Southern California. I'm in Southern uh, Florida now. And um, my role with AARP, I've got several, but for DWG, I am the volunteer leader of the DWG team. Um, also work with Will Stoner on his VFIT team and on the, on, I'm a veteran, so I'm on the uh, volunteer virtual veterans brigade and a couple of other things that I do. But uh, AARP definitely keeps me busy. Wow, thank you so much, Hank. Uh, thank both of you, uh, Christina and Hank, for um, all that you do. Um, as a fellow volunteer, I know it's, it ain't always easy. Um, and I'm purposefully using the word that my mother would not allow me to say when I was a little girl, but I know <laughs> it just ain't always easy. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I know that you are, you both are doing much, much needed uh, service. And uh, Hank, you ended um, with a good way for us to segue into asking, tell us more. We can see um, that DWG definitely stands for DIY Work Group, but um, help our listeners understand what that acronym is and exactly what it stands for. How did you come to arrive at that particular um, wor words to, to come up with that acronym? Well, well, fortunately, I arrived after the acronym was created. So, so Christine is probably closer to the creation of the team. I I joined shortly after that team was was existed. But real quick, I mean, DIY is do it yourself. It, it's in reference to offerings that AARP has for states to do speaker engagements where they're doing specific presentations on various subjects, things like fraud, social security, those you know, brain health, for example. And, um, and these are vetted programs that have PowerPoint to them, have other uh, handout type information. We call them kits, so it's DIY kit. And it's available to every state who would like to do a presentation. Um, what we've discovered over the years is that just because someone says, yes, I'd love to do a presentation, doesn't mean that they're good at it yet. It doesn't mean that they're a seasoned or a polished speaker. And trust me when I say that, because it took me a long time to polish that up a little bit at least. And so it, it takes time, it takes skills, it takes training and practice to become a good speaker. And so part of the role of DWG is that, is to help states train and support their speaker bureaus. Christina, dive in. Oh, you covered it beautifully, Hank. I, I think, you know, the key piece there and what we do at the DIY work group is 
we do that training, support, highlighting best practices, um, demonstrating, but we don't create the curriculum. The curriculum, as Hank said, is pre-created and um, by our turnkey programs team. And whether you're seeing a presentation in California or, or New York, um, it, it will be the same AARP presentation, maybe with a little flavor from that speaker, which is what we help train on. But it's all the same curriculum, um, but we help do the training, support, sharing of best practices nationwide. Thank you. Wow. Um, well, you're, I, I get it. Um, as a professional trainer, um, I'm still learning. And um, and I, I never take it for granted that I've totally arrived, that I've got the speaking skills that um, my mother always told me I had. You know, mothers have a way of, of not quite telling the truth sometimes. Um, so uh, I really do get it. And it is an ongoing process and things change. Now, one of the questions that, that popped into my head as you were talking, though, is do you... Um, do you are are you either of you active in actually doing the the kits like putting together the slide presentation and doing the research to do the powerpoints or the slide presentation to however which whichever kit you're you're sending out to a state so so understand that the kit as you call it is created by our turnkey uh, programs team and the reason for that is that they are the ones that gather the information, validate all of the details that are included in the various presentations, make sure that the branding is correct, the AARP message is clear, and, and then that kit is turned over to, to us, to the, to the users, uh, and usually accessed through the, the volunteer portal. Now, the, the speaker has flexibility in how they can add their own personal stories as part of the presentation. They can include specific information that's relative to that particular state or community. Um, so they have that flexibility, but they can't change the actual presentation on purpose because we wanna make sure we're delivering that message, the correct message every mm -hmm. time, everywhere. Mm -hmm. I like the, that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And the beautiful thing about that is that you don't have to be a topic expert to deliver any of the presentations. So, you know, whether you're a uh, new staff, seasoned staff, uh, seasoned volunteer, new volunteer, anyone can pick up these, any AARP volunteer staff can pick up these DIY toolkits, the presentation and deliver it in community. You don't have to be a brain health expert to deliver brain health because all that research has been done um, previously by our turnkey programs, as Hank said. This is exciting news. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I didn't quite know where the PowerPoints originated from, so I've learned something. Um, so that kind of brings me to um, another question, though. I do understand that you are not currently recruiting um, for this particular work group. Um, does that also mean uh, that on each state level that the states are not recruiting as well for the Speakers Bureau or, or, or do I have that not quite correct? So we actually just wrapped up a little bit of a recruitment effort for our DIY work group earlier this year and got 
a few new members. We're now, I think, Hank, are we at 22 or 24 um, volunteers and staff, uh, three staff and, and uh, the other 19 are volunteers um, that support our DIY work group and the work we do in the states. That is not to say that every every state doesn't have a speaker program. If your state has a speaker program, I would reach out to your associate state directors of outreach and, and see you know what's available in your state. If they're looking to engage in DIYs, it would be dependent on the state level. Some states have formal speakers bureau or presentation teams or education teams. They all call them different things. Um, and Or some just want to support one or two volunteers doing DIY presentations in their community. So it's really state dependent on each state and what that state's priorities are right now. Okay, I like that. I like the flexibility um, of that. It just makes a lot of sense. Now, I'm, I'm still a little curious about how this whole idea even came up um, to do this. Um, any thoughts? I mean, it probably came out of necessity, <laughs> as with most things with AARP. You know, the individual states, and I'll use my example, for example, in California. In California, and and uh, when I when I worked as a volunteer, I was one of two speakers. So there were only two of us covering the state of California, which, of course, was... Whoa. Right. So obviously we didn't do very much presenting outside of the little area that I happen to live in, which is the L.A. area uh, in San in uh, South Carolina. It was kind of the same thing. I was one of maybe two or three speakers that did some presentations, but it wasn't very formal. It was in response to a specific request that the state may have received. Um, so what what happened was as the state started to started to receive requests from AA for AARP presence, especially as we started to focus on community development, it, it became obvious that the states needed help with both either creating a speaker's team, a presentation team, or an education team. You know, we, we use all three terms. And, um, or they needed help with even, even getting some of the speakers that had raised their hands being able to deliver the message correctly, comfortably, and with the right skill set. As you know, Constance, because I know you do presentations, you know, if you think about the kit, right? So the kit has a PowerPoint as part as the lead-in to the presentation. That's the guide that they use for the presentation. Well, you know, speaking for myself, if I'm doing a presentation, it's kind of hard for me to drive the PowerPoint at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking for I'm looking for extra team members that may not want to help in front of the stage, but want to help behind the stage. You know, they may not be comfortable to do a presentation to a, a group, but they like the idea of being able to support that presentation, whether it be technology, running PowerPoints, manning a, a table uh, during a presentation, things of that nature. Maybe audience participation, helping to, to get the audience to be engaged. Um, so as we started to realize that, as the state started to realize that, they reached out to, quite not, frankly, OVE and said, hey, we need help to develop these volunteers, to recruit these volunteers, help develop them and, and make, our, make our presentations uh, successful. 
Wow. I'm so happy you you included that, um, Hank, because it really does um, let our uh, volunteers who are listening to this and, and other staff members recognize that there are many, many roles that one could play in different areas and perhaps maybe not even an area that had been on their radar thinking that, well, you know, I'm not a speaker. I don't want to stand in front of people. Oh, no, I can't do that. But you just pointed out all the ways that um, someone who doesn't want to be in front of the audience could be most, most helpful. Thank you. Christine, it looked like you were going to add something to that. No, I was just going to emphasize Hank's product of, of necessity is why we came around. You know, there were states that were already doing this really well, and the recognition that these assets are somewhat underutilized um, and they are wonderful for getting out in community and getting local volunteers in their, lo in their own communities delivering presentations. So um, there was a melding of the minds um, to get together some process and what would be most helpful for creating kind of sub teams under the DIY work group, like I said earlier, we have a team that does demonstrations. Um, they record themselves doing the presentations, upload them onto the volunteer portal. So there's examples. There's a training and support team that goes out and actually does that training that Hank was saying when a state needs assistance. So they really divided into what they thought would be most helpful to states to help them get up and running. Um, taking some of those best practices from the states that were already doing it really well and putting together guidance, um, we have guidebooks, we have trainings, all the great stuff to help, you know, not have to reinvent the wheel if your state was looking to start engaging in this work. Got it. Got it. Wow. All right. Well, I've learned way more than um, I can honestly say. No, I mean that sincerely. I really learned a lot. Um, I'm not quite sure. I knew that I'd have a good time today, but I don't know that I really was prepared for how much I understand and learn about this whole process. Um, now, before I let you go, um, one of the questions that uh, we always like to ask is, is there anything that we should have asked you that we didn't ask that you absolutely want to make sure our listeners know? Well, I'll let Hank Hank, you go first. <laughs> yeah, because you can, you can tell I'm like anxious to get this out, right? So one of the things, one of the secrets of the DWG is that we have a team of presenters. These are these are presenters. They're very they're polished presenters, and we offer those those speakers to any state that wants a speaker to deliver one of these presentations, but doesn't have anyone at the volunteer level, at the state level, that can handle it. So we may, you know, we may find, a, we may get a request from Washington DC saying, hey, we wanna do a presentation on brain health. We've got a big, we've got a big demand to do that, but we don't have anybody polished yet to, to do that. Can you supply someone? And yes, we can, you know, we can do it virtually. And in some cases, some of our speakers are more than willing now to travel uh, to actually do those presentations in person. It's right now, I believe it's 18 members on that team and they stand ready and anxious to deliver the, that kind of support whenever it's needed. Outstanding, outstanding. And I will just also add, if your state is looking to engage and get further engaged with the DIY work group and would like trainings, 
would like um, interstate speakers, as Hank said, um, just about anything that need that would need to come our way for training and support in your state can be sent to DIY programs at AARP.org. Um, and even if you have feedback on how the DIY presentations are going in your state, you can send that to DIY programs at AARP.org because both turnkey programs and the DWG monitor that inbox for training requests and content suggestions. So um, again, just last time, DIY programs at AARP.org. Excellent. Thank you both so very, very much. Um, as I said, this has been highly educational and for me, genuinely, just a lot of fun. I'm so happy to meet the two of you. Um, and I will look forward to being in touch with you both again, um, collaborating on more activities like this. Um, please continue to, to help us keep get the word out about the Roost News um, because I'm sure the volunteers who will listen to this are will be excited. Uh, about all that is available for, for us to do. Uh, I think I've covered everything. Um, again, just thank you both very much um, for what you have done um, to help with moving volunteer efforts forward and for educating our population, you know, in, in a, a really good way, uh, a see, almost a seamless way. Any final well thoughts or... I just want to thank the Roost News and you, Constance, for inviting us. It's such a pleasure. I hope you can tell this is definitely a passion for Hank and I. And, you know, we collaborate. And I am so thankful to have Hank um, as my volunteer partner uh, on the DIY work group. But, you know, we're always happy to share the news and updates. And we really appreciate the opportunity. Hank, any, anything on your end as a closing thought? No, I just again, I share the thanks with Christina and uh, and and echo my pleasure in working for this superstar, working with this superstar, uh, Christina. Uh, it's it is it is great, and uh, yes, and we're anxious to do more. So reach out to us. Indeed. Well, you all heard it. Reach out to DIY Workgroup DWG. Thank you all very much. Thank you.